0: Have you ever wondered, am I doing this whole health and fitness journey right? Or what is it that I actually need in order to have a healthy lifestyle and reach the goals that I have? Well, this is the episode for you. Today, we dive into the second skill that you need in order to have a healthy lifestyle lifelong, and that is the skill of awareness. And you may already have this skill in some areas of your life, but today we dive into how it practically applies to your spiritual discipline of prayer and how that is the foundation of this awareness and then how that awareness applies to your health and your fitness journey. I can't wait for you to dig into this. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD FitWell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never reaching standard of body beauty, and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you, and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey and let's see how he changes our hearts together. Hey, Fit Family, and welcome back to the Holy Health Habits series. Today, we are talking about another spiritual discipline, the spiritual discipline of prayer and the skill of awareness. And this is the developing skill of eating well intuitively. And if you uh, want to understand more about what intuitive eating is, I head back in my podcast to my interview with Brittany Bauer, part two, I will link it in the show notes below. She goes through all of the steps of what intuitive eating are and explains the best way to get started with that. And so we are diving right in. And last week, as you'll remember, we talked about the spiritual discipline of reading your Bible and how that as believers is the very first thing we need to know is to, is to figure out how to know God. And then the next thing is we want to desire more closeness and figure out how to communicate with him. And that comes through prayer, like Colossians 4, 2 says, devote yourselves to prayer. And we talked about last week how the foundation for our spiritual disciplines is reading the Bible and the foundation of our health habits and is is the skill of planning and preparing and prioritizing things for your health and your fitness journey. And so with that, let us dive into the topic of this week. Prayer. We are all devoted to different things in this life. It will vary from person to person, but we are all devoted to some things or many things. And when we make something a priority, we talked a little bit about this last week, like reading the Bible, planning out your week or your day to day, you know that you are willing to sacrifice for that. You will give, you're giving time to it. When you're making something a priority, You are giving time to that very thing. That is a devotion. You are being devoted to that thing. Here's the question of this podcast. What are you giving time to in your health and your fitness? And are there things, could there be things in your health and fitness that you're devoting time to right now that you don't need to be? In health and fitness, it can be really easy to be devoted to the wrong thing. And I know that from experience, it could be a wrong visual ideal of what we think we should look like or what it's going to look like when we reach or attain this certain goal. Or it could even be the fact that we don't know what to do for our health and our fitness. So we just don't do anything at all. We just don't start anywhere. And this devotion that we're talking about relates to how we connect and communicate with the Father. And that is through prayer. Building this skill of awareness and devotion of prayer to Him. And in the same way that we want to be building that as a spiritual discipline, we want to be building the skill of being in communication with our bodies and being aware of them. This is what, like I said earlier, this is moving toward intuitive eating, where we listen to our bodies, we focus on what makes them feel good, what doesn't make them feel good what gives us energy what our thoughts are before we eat how our body feels with certain foods this is all a part of a larger skill called regulating our eating behaviors and we're going to talk about that more specifically next week but first you have to have that awareness you have we have to know our bodies and be aware of it before we can even regulate anything and it's it's As I've already said, it's very similar to our walk with the Lord and being in communication with him. We have to know, like we said, reading the Bible, we have to know how to know God, but then we have to know how to communicate with him and be aware of his presence. And that comes through reading of the word and through prayer and being devoted to those things. And in our health and our health skills and our health habits, if you notice Even with these spiritual disciplines and with these skills that we're building, they aren't about changing much. They aren't about adding anything or taking anything away. They are about behind-the-scenes skills that no one talks about. These are the skills, particularly for our health, that we need for lifelong health, for continual health, that we can sustain for the rest of our lives and not be in this all-or-nothing mentality or yo-yo diet. Building these skills over the course of time can make our health and fitness feel easy. I've walked through it. I've helped clients walk through it. It's so much more than just a diet or a meal plan. It's really about ingraining these skills, not only for our health and our fitness, but in every area of our life. And that's why we talk about these spiritual disciplines as the foundation and as the catalyst for these health habits that we have, because these skills that we're developing through taking the time, planning and preparing and prioritizing our Bible reading time, and then committing and devoting ourselves to be aware of the Holy Spirit and his presence through prayer, these skills that we're developing right here can easily translate into every area of our life including our health and our fitness, which is specifically what we're talking about here. I want you to remember that in last week's episode, while there were action items you could take away, and today they're gonna be action items you can take away, the ultimate goal here is to build these skills. And these two skills right here, and then come next week, are the very ones that can make things really, really easy in your health and your fitness journey. And if you don't have a place to know how to make things easy, Please come join the SD Fitwell app. There is a really crazy busy woman's guide to health in the SD Fitwell app now, which gives you various pathways to take through the app that align with where you're going, align with your current season of life, and you make it work for you. It can be simple and easy. And so, I encourage you to check it out. Get us a free seven day trial in the link in the show notes and figure out and see how easy and simple this really can be. I'm gonna read this verse before we dive into the specifics and the action items we can take away from the skill of awareness. And I'm gonna read Isaiah 26.3 because this is really important for this skill and what we're developing here with awareness. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. This is something called being mindful. Taking a moment, and remembering who has control over the outcome. Perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. For us, reading the word, being in prayer, keeping our minds stayed on the Lord. And that is being mindful in our spiritual journey, in our hell. Being mindful is how we can become more aware of our bodies. We amplify its feedback and begin to listen to it. Just a definition of what mindfulness is, is a conscious or awareness of something. Focusing one's awareness on the present moment, like your body, especially as a part of therapeutic or meditative techniques. Being in the present moment. Being consciously aware of something. We can be consciously aware of our bodies. How food makes it feel. How our body feels when we eat said food outside of planning, like I said, this is the next foundational skill that I do with every single client of mine. Teach them to be mindful because being mindful allows us the freedom to know how our body feels and make the choice to be done with the food or the dinner when we decide to be done and not feel out of control with different foods or our favorite foods that we usually restrict or have restricted in the past with dieting and things like that. And so here are some ways, I'm going to break it down, just like I did last week. There are four ways, I call these practices, that we can practice having this skill of awareness. And then each of these four things, I'm going to give you two examples of actions that you can do to help you practice the skill of awareness and get better at it. So the first one is just like I said, eat slowly and mindfully. This is actually really hard for a lot of people, but here are some ways that you can do this. This means slowing down when you eat. First thing, doing something in between bites. So taking a bite, setting your fork down, whether that's taking a sip of water or talking to the person next to you, and then going back and taking another bite. Slowly, eating slowly, being mindful of your bites doesn't mean you're being controlling of them. It just means you're trying to give your body the opportunity to, to feel and taste what you are actually eating and really enjoy it. The second thing here is to be the last person. To, so you can pace yourself with the slowest eater at the table. I actually did this once and I found that my daughter, who is two, is the slowest eater at our table. And I tried to pace myself with her And it was a struggle bus, complete struggle bus. I could not do it because I was just so hungry and she eats really slow. But it was a great way of me practicing slowing down and really actually enjoying each bite that I was chewing. They say, you know, you wanna chew each bite about 20 times. Not always possible for most people, but you wanna be chewing several times, 10 to 20 times with every bite to really enjoy the food and really work on this slow slow and mindful eating technique. And that was what I was trying to do when I was pacing myself with her was to really slow down and eat. But still, she was way too slow for me. And so, but it was a great way of practicing and really slowing down and being mindful of what I was eating and enjoying it. And I can remember right now, I was eating pizza, homemade pizza. And I can remember that it was several months ago I was doing this. And I can remember that specifically because in that moment, I was really taking my time and I was really savoring and enjoying each bite. And it was delicious, by the way. So that is the first thing, eating slowly and mindfully. That is a habit we want to get into. Another habit we want to get into is eating until satisfied. This is a big one that I work on my clients with because eating until satisfies allows you, again, to get feedback on your body and what feels full and what doesn't feel full. There's satisfaction and then there's full. And so one of the ways that we practice eating until satisfied is to stop eating once you're no longer hungry, but not overly full. This can be really hard if you've never practiced something like this before. And so the best way that I describe this to my clients is that at the end of your meal, you can either punch out 10 jumping jacks or burpees and not want to throw up and that's satisfied. Or if you punch out 10 jumping jacks or burpees, and you want to throw up, you've probably eaten to full or overly full. And that's past satisfied. Eating until satisfied really allows you the opportunity, again, to enjoy your food and can make a huge difference even in weight loss, because typically we've grown up in a culture of eat everything on your plate. And when you just look at your plate and eat what, what is satisfying, that can make a big difference even calorie-wise from the rest of everything on your plate because you're wanting to finish it. Or if you've paid for this meal at eating out or whatever, you know, it's okay to take it to go, by the way. But that can make a a big difference. Even three or four bites of your dinner or your food can make a big difference in your calories for the day and your intake that you've brought in. And this is really a big one that can help aid in weight loss naturally without having to even go on a weight loss diet or phase or nutrition plan or anything. So stopping once you're no longer hungry. And in order to do this, you can also, here's the second action you can do, practice pausing every few minutes to see how satisfied you are. So really making a conscious effort to stop in the middle of your meals, like we talked about earlier, with eating slowly and mindfully, doing something in between bites. Every couple bites, check in with yourself. How are you feeling? Are you full? Are you still hungry? It may take you a moment to really feel that sensation Most of us have really lost awareness of our body and our stomach and what it feels like to be full or satisfied or or we know what it feels like to be really hungry, but we, we have lost that sensation, that connection and that awareness. And that's what we're trying to build here is that awareness of your body and that communication with your body and really sensing it and understanding it. And so those are the first two habits we want to try to work toward for this skill. Eating slowly and mindfully, eating to satisfied. The third habit we want to get into is knowing why you are eating. Before you eat, ask yourself, why am I eating? Am I eating because I am truly hungry? Am I bored? Am I stressed? Am I angry? Am I frustrated? Whatever it is usually could come back to to an emotion. Why are you eating? But here's the thing. Here's the second second part here to know why you're eating. So you're going to ask yourself this question. The second thing is be okay with whatever you decide to do with that information. So if you ask yourself that question, why am I eating? And you say it's because I'm sad and you take that information and you still eat whatever it is anyways be okay with that because here's the thing again it goes back to just being aware we're not trying to solve or fix anything right now we're just trying to become aware of our choices our food choices why you know we eat when we're sad why we're eating when we're bored or if we're truly eating when we're hungry we're just trying to become aware So being okay with whatever you decide to do with the information you just asked yourself. So you have to come to terms with that. And no, this isn't because you're trying to fix anything. It's just because you're wanting to become aware of the choices you're making and why you're making those choices. So that's the third thing. The fourth habit we want to get into is enjoy eating just enjoy eating. And a way to do this, an action item, is to eat and savor a small portion of a food that you love. Don't restrict those things. If you loved baked goods, eat baked goods in a good portion size for your body that feels good. You love ice cream, eat ice cream in a portion that feels good. Just don't restrict things because restriction, we've talked about that before, restriction leads to binge eating and overeating later on. And that's not what we want. We want to enjoy foods that we love and are enjoyable for us and no longer restrict ourselves. And you may find that when you don't restrict yourself, you actually don't crave whatever it is as much because usually more restrictions cause more cravings. And so eating and savoring portions that feel good in your body of foods that you love will really be beneficial not only for your, your health, your physical health, but also your mental and emotional health as well. So that's the first action with enjoying eating. The second action is just ask yourself, what works with the way that you eat right now? What foods and types of meals do you look forward to eating right now? You guys know this if you've been listening You know to me for a while, but when this episode is airing, I am 18 weeks pregnant and I'm really not feeling a whole lot of foods. I don't look forward to most meals. But one thing that I look forward to the most is a mo's burrito. I kid you not, right now, that is my jam. And I could probably eat one every single day. Do I? No. But that works when I can eat it. And it's great. And I look forward to it. And I will try to mimic that at home as much as possible. But ask yourself, what types of foods and meals do you look forward to the most? And what works with the way that you eat right now? All of these things, these four habits we're trying to get into of eating slowly and mindfully, eating to satisfied, knowing why you're eating, enjoying eating, those, all of those habits, again, all line up or are trying to line up with and help you develop this skill of awareness of your body. We want to become aware of our body just like this spiritual discipline and skill of prayer, becoming aware of the Lord's presence, being in communion with him in this special and unique and intimate way of prayer where you're talking back and forth, listening to him, you know, hearing what he has to say and also being able to communicate back with our bodies. It's the same things. We can talk to our bodies all day, but we got to, and more likely than not, Most of us are talking to our bodies easily, but are we listening to what our bodies are saying back and actually following through with what it's saying? Like foods that may not feel good or overeating or not eating, you know, eating till full or eating when bored, all of these things. It's all about becoming more aware right now, this skill of awareness, becoming aware so that. As you continue to develop skills and habits in your health, you can constantly be listening to your body. And also this awareness isn't just, like I said earlier, it doesn't just apply to your health and your fitness, but even awareness in your life circumstances right now. Having awareness in what's going on in your life right now can give you a unique perspective on your own life and insight onto your own season where you can make wise choices for what you need to be doing in this season for your health and your fitness journey. That is what we work through in the SD Fitwell app. We are trying to all become aware of our seasons and figure out a pathway, like in the Really Crazy Busy Woman's Guide to Success in Your Health, working on a pathway that works for our season of life. But we have to be aware of that season and and be really honest with ourselves about what that season is and realistic about what we can do in that season, and being okay with listening and only doing one small thing at a time. So all of those, those habits are going to be listed in the show notes below. Last week, I had you just work on one to two from, from the habit of getting into the habit of planning, prioritizing, and preparing. Same thing this week. You are going to want to come back to listen to these because all of these are going to be able to be utilized For the rest of your life. There's a lot of action items in here. And so use these actions, figure out one to two of these actions that you can start practicing over the next week to help you become more aware of your body and your health and your fitness journey. And with that, I'm going to close this out. And I will see y'all next week when we talk about regulating our eating behaviors and actions that go along with that and how that relates to our worship as a spiritual discipline. I will chat with y'all next week, FitFam. Hey FitFam, it's a blessing to be in this journey with you. The best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitWell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly wanna see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable and I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.